All right. Hi, everyone. This is Julia Sotis, and uh, I am your host of Possibilities Radio Show and Podcast. And um, today, uh, my guest is a very, very special friend. Um, her name is Carlina Vanderway, and she lives in Vancouver, Canada. And um, I met Carlina about six years ago at a Access Consciousness class in uh, San Francisco. And uh, she has been moving and shaking and facilitating and um, working for the company of Access and doing God knows what, absolutely everything ever since. So um, welcome to the show, Carlina. Thanks, Julia. That was an awesome introduction. <laughs> I can't believe it's only been six years. I know, I know. It, it, it's like when, with Access, it's like things, it, it, it feels like more like, 37 lifetimes rather than <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, so we're going to talk about choice today. That's our topic. And, um, well, actually first, do you want to just talk a little bit about who you are and, and what you do so that people can just, um, know what you're up to and what you facilitate and things like that? Uh, yeah, except I'm not even sure I know anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, so like Julia said, I live in Vancouver, um, Canada, and um, I, I am a certified facilitator of access consciousness. And that's one of the main things that I do is facilitate classes with that. Right now I have an energy pull series that I just started yesterday. Um, which is actually really fun. I find it's one of the most powerful tools that we really don't use enough in our daily lives and what it can create and how many different ways you can use it is just incredible. Yeah. And so wait, wait, wait. What so yeah. what is an what is an energy pull? Um, an energy pull is essentially where you play with the energy and you actually pull it towards you and through things to create a connection. So whether it's a connection with the energy or the what you're asking for or something you're creating, or if it's an energy um, where you're pulling through people to actually connect them with you and with your business and whatever you're creating. So it can be used in so many different ways, but it's essentially moving energy in a way where you create an connection to or through something cool cool and how often are you how often do you do it um i i do it almost every day and i say almost because some days i really suck (laughs) 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 but but yeah it's i really play with it um every day and sometimes multiple times a day and that's the beautiful thing like once you kind of get into a routine of playing with it then you just have to basically be like oh I should just pull energy and boom there you go cool yeah, yeah. it's such a powerful tool um it the, is. the when I first started uh doing access and you know this Carlina but I'll tell the people listening um I had a private session with the founder Gary Douglas um I made a bet with myself my bet was I just have become a certified facilitator and I was like, I wonder if I could have five people in my first foundation class. And I was like, universe, if you bring me five or more people in my foundation class, I'm going to book myself a private session with Gary Douglas with, 
And so the universe brought me exactly five people at my first foundation class. And I had a 30 minute private session with Gary and it cost me $500 at the time. Now he charges $2,500 for an hour. So it would have been whatever half of that is, $1,750, I guess. No, 1250. 1250. Jesus. Yeah. And um, <laughs> consciousness is my strong point, not math. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I love math. Um, but I, uh, so I had a private session with Gary and I, I, um, God, I don't even, I fear to listen to how strange I was, you know, back in that session. But I listened uh, when I, the, the thing that I remember the very most from that session was him just saying, you know, you need to do the energy pulls every day for three months. And I actually did them and everything in my life changed. I mean, everything. I was having full busy classes. Um, I was in university at the time. Like I was, I used it. There was the, a funny story is there was a guy in the, in the university cafeteria that I saw and he was so good looking and he was this like really, really tall string bean um, blonde guy with blue eyes and he was so cute. <laughs> and I, I was like, I had never even talked to him, but I, I pulled energy every day and, and I don't even know if I really <laughs> pulled specifically for him, but I yeah. definitely pulled him in and we ended up dating and he was like the coolest boyfriend. We had so much fun. So you can really That's pull in, awesome. Yeah, you can really pull in anything that you want. <laughs> yeah, like even just the other day I was like, Oh, I need like um I have this meal replacement product that I like and I'm like, Oh, I need some more and, and I was like, Huh, I wonder if she has a sale. Like I wonder if she can just send me something. By the end of the day she sent me, Oh, we're having a sale, da 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 I'm like, hmm, that's cool. But it, <laughs> I literally like pulled her energy, like, you know tell me what you got. Like, let's see what you got. Cause I need to buy some. Totally. So you really can like from men to product to, you know, <laughs> clients. it works everywhere. Uh, I feel like it's like an infomercial from men to products. Energy pulls will satisfy your needs. <laughs> Just pull energy. though I mean really absolutely anything and like we're such we're so stagnant in our energy like most most people are um and we just live in our heads and live in our own judgments and we're not actually moving energy through us in yeah. the universe and doing the pull like just it moves things and then literally all of life comes to you with ease and joy and glory when you do energy pulls because yeah. things are being pulled towards <laughs> you that you desire yeah yeah, I know. It's amazing. Oh, that's so yeah. awesome. So you have a class on that going on right now. Um, tell us a little bit about that and what the class looks like. Um, it's actually 21 days of energy pulls. So 21 days is like that three-week hump to get you to practice every single day. Nice. So we, we have them every day. Um, we started yesterday with the first one. Um, and then today's is at 1 p.m. So if anybody wanted to jump on, um, you can, you can still jump on before the third call tomorrow morning. Nice. And, and then basically, um, at different times in the morning for the next 21 days, we have a poll every single morning 
to get you into the habit, to get you practicing, to get you connected with the energy of what you're asking for. Because that's, that's another thing that's really great about the poll is that um, if you don't necessarily know what to ask for or you don't necessarily know what to create, you can just look at the energy. And that's actually way greater because you're not defining it or identifying it. And you're right. not pulling it, which when you pull, like you actually create that connection with the energy of what you're asking even if you don't know the words that go with it or what it might look like. Oh, that's so, such a good way of putting it. Yeah. So it's really fun. That's where we started yesterday, and it's, it's just really fun to kind of – I'm excited to see, like, what gets created and what gets evolved. And because there's yeah, – I'm, uh, I'm just so aware of, like, everything that's going to create for people. And totally. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and I like, it is – I just noticed that like when I ask for really specific things, like a lot of times it'll show up and I will get it. But when I just look at the energy of what I'd like to create and pull for that, it's like, it's just so much greater. Like I'm like, Oh my God, I asked for something similar to that, but this is like 30 times better. And it, Exactly. This, this and this part of my life way better, which I could never have even imagined that it would have made these parts of my life better. And like everything like ripples and trickles and moves together. And it's like, you yeah. could never possibly imagine that it could be that great. Exactly. Like it actually defies your imagination and your limitations. Totally. And that's the cool thing that I like with the energy pulls too, connecting to this energy where you don't actually know what that is, how to define it you know, or what it's going to create, but you know, it's yummy. Yeah. And then playing with that. And that's exactly like you say, it creates so much greater than when we do ask for something more specific. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, yeah, I mean, it it can be good, but even your imagination, you know, Gary Douglas always says, you know, your imagination is your greatest limitation. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely, because if you can imagine it, it's already there. Like, there's so much more beyond what you can imagine. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's awesome. So cool. So, um, hey, I, I, I'm just, I'm so excited for you. Like, where can people find you? And, and if they want to do the class, how can they hook up with you? Oh, um, you can go to my website, carlina.ca. So K-A-R-L-I-N-A dot C-A. And then the energy polls is carlina.ca forward slash energy polls cool. with an S on the end. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited too. It's super fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's just such a light, light thing and, and committing to it really makes a difference, you know? And, Huge. And, and actually I noticed that because I've facilitated energy poll classes too. And, and when I do it as a group the more people that are there together the greater things are for everybody involved yeah yeah so it's totally. good to do it as a group too yeah cool yeah it's super fun and it you know that commitment is important as well like it's 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 kind of the same as choice like when you actually commit to what you choose so much yeah. more can show up oh so true Yeah. Yeah. You know, actually that's such an interesting point because we often think that commitment means that we're trapped and that like less (laughs) will show up because we're trapped in our commitment. And, you know, we've made so many bad commitments in our life that didn't work out that we're like a little bit scathed and 
don't are you know are kind of afraid of the word commitment and yeah I think we think that it limits the choices that will then show up exactly exactly um yeah so yeah choosing to fully commit to things that are light and expansive changes everything and makes everything work better yeah exactly so yeah um so so okay so Carlina, what is, so our topic today is choice. What is, what is choice for you? Um, choice, uh, I don't know how to sum it up in three words, but like choice is, it's actually that commitment to you um, and the choice that you're making. So it's a, a choice. I mean, we have unlimited choices all the time and there's little choices and then there's like big choice. And that big choice usually changes everything. And how it works for me very often is that like, I'm like, oh, you know, I should play with this and I should ask for more of this. And, and so I make these little choices throughout the day where it's like, no, like take kindness, for instance, where it's like, no, I'm going to choose something kind for me today. And it's like, okay, you know, going for a walk or just sitting outside in the deck or, um, all these different things that, you know, going paddleboarding or whatever it might be, that is a kindness for me that day. And right. then there comes like the big choice. Um, I had this show up in my life, especially where kindness was concerned, where I had to choose a huge major choice for kindness, where the, the, the thing came up basically <coughs> like, are you going to let people who don't contribute to your life and at, who actually aren't kind to you and don't have a kind bone in their body, are you going to leave, let them in there in your life? Are you going to let them treat you in ways that are not kind are actually very unkind and mean? Mm-hmm. And that was a big one. Cause I mean, there's a lot of people who were close to me. <laughs> who wow. Were doing that. Wow. Yeah. Totally. So that was, you know, I looked at that and I was like, Oh man. And the energy of it was, so huge and I was like all right here we go I'm all in and I I totally got like yeah everything has to change if I choose this and I was like <laughs> yep I'm all in and I was like it's you know I I often see like choosing as jumping in two feet into the deep end of a pool I mean you're in there's no turning back there's no <laughs> back. <laughs> that's a really really <laughs> good analogy I'm gonna start yeah. thinking of it that way Cause I like, I the jumping off the cliff analogy just doesn't do it for me. But if you yeah. like jump into the pool, like you're totally surrounded by water. Like you're not just putting yeah. your ankle or your calf in the water. No, you're, you're, in the water. In. you're fucking, you're wet. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take you a few hours until you're dry again. Yeah. You're fully <laughs> wet and you got to swim. You know, like, and you, you gotta swim. start swimming because you're in the deep end or you'll drown wow <laughs> love that analogy yeah and so that's kind of what it was like for kindness and you know I find that looking back through my life and and all the major choices it's led up sort of in the same way where I it starts with a wonder or a question and then there's the little choices every day of like, oh, I'm going to add more kindness to my day. What would that be? And then comes a big choice where the universe is like, all right, you've been dabbling in this. Like you've been flashing around in the shallow end of the pool. You know, are you ready to walk around to the other side and jump in? Wow. And those choices change everything. 
everything. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so for people who are listening, like how can they have less judgment of themselves and more ease with choice? Yeah. Great question. Um, less judgment of yourself. That's the, uh, that, that's something that's really interesting too. Um, again, that is a choice every day. It's, it's a choice where when you realize you are going into, or you are in judgment, or you just went into judgment, you actually choose, oh, okay, you acknowledge it first, because acknowledgement allows for more to show up. So if you acknowledge that you're aware you just judged yourself, then more of that uh, awareness can show up. And then you can be like, okay, cool, next time I'm actually not going to judge myself for this. And, you know, you I think we lost the Carlina. Carlina has jumped into the deep end of the pool, folks. Will she come back? This is the question. So, so with choice, Carlina, um, we were just talking about not judging yourself and, um, you know, just having ease with making, with making choices and not judging yourself for choices that you don't make or may yeah. not be comfortable making. You know, it, it's the people who choose the most obviously create the most in their lives. Um, but, you know, not choosing isn't a wrongness either. And can you just talk about sort of ease with rightness and wrongness in that area? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we do. We tend to make ourselves wrong for not choosing things and not doing things. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, I've, you know, I've beaten myself up for that from mostly my whole life and I'm a chooser, you know, so I do choose a lot of things. <laughs> and there's also a lot of times where I just, it, there is no choice and I can't actually get myself to choose something. And that's where we really have to work on allowance, like that allowance of ourselves and, and the space that we require at that time um, and the support that we require to have our own back, mm. even when we're not choosing. And then kind of going into question of, you know, okay, so what, what is up? What is up in my world? What's going on? Like, what is it that I'm looking at that I'm not willing to look at? Right. And, um, and then asking those questions, looking at it, not judging. I mean, there's so much, right? Not judging you for this space. And then sometimes um, we get into like the whole wrong choice thing is a big thing. Like if, if we're afraid to choose because it could be wrong or it's been wrong in the past or we haven't made really great choices lately, that will stop you from choosing. Like that will back you right off and make your life small because you're like, nope, I've made a whole bunch of bad choices. I'm not gonna do it. Oh, but then we can you're sounding a little robotic there, Carly. Like a tool. You guys, is it just me or is Carlina a robot right now? Indulge, where um, when you indulge, she's a robot. Okay, Carlina, stop, Carlina, 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 Carlina. 
Uh-oh. Erlina? Boy, oh boy. This, there you go. You, uh, you have turned into a robot for the last 30 seconds. Can anybody hear me? I can hear you now. Oh. oh, man. This choice thing, man. The internet is just not having it. <laughs> All right, so we're back. Um, so we were talking about choice. We were talking about making different choices. Um, it actually brought up a story. I'm, well, something that um, I've really, um, has been a theme, you know, in my life and I've really had to look at and clear. But for me, I mean, there was such a, I mean, idea where I felt like I was wrong for not going to different access classes. And yeah. I, would do, I would have so many, like whether I was busy with something else and I couldn't make it or I was facilitating my own class, or I didn't have the extra money at the time. It was like, I would just beat myself up if I couldn't go to almost every class. And, and I realized that is like the antithesis of what access is about. And um, it's about creating your life, not necessarily going to every single class. So things like that, like, just like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Like there's so much I mean, if you're a chooser and you choose for consciousness and you choose for you, it's like the world and your life are going to get greater no matter what you choose. Yeah. And, and the thing with those classes, like I've been aware of that a lot too. And it's, there, there seems to be a lot of energy on that. So the bigger question is like, wow, you know, like where does this show up in our lives and how much and how many people am I aware of? Right. Most of the time, like we know the tool, who does this belong to? And you, you know, it's not yours yet. It's not going away. And it's exactly. so, so intense and it keeps coming up. Um, it's a great example of what we do, you know, not just with choosing classes and not choosing classes, but um, the choice to actually choose what works for you, which is not something that's regarded in this world. No, no. And even though, access is about choosing what works for you sometimes we invent this idea of what an access consciousness person would do and then we choose for yeah. that rather than choosing for us and access is like no no you idiot that's not what i was trying to say yeah it really is and it's we're, we're funny because it's as you say like if you go to all the classes then where's the time to actually create right and and that's the bigger question. Like I've watched a lot of facilitators too who go to all the classes and then there's a point where they actually choose to create and they start getting busy and they can't go to all the classes. Right. And all of this stuff comes up um, because it's so in your face because now you're not going to classes every month or, you know, choosing every, like, choosing a tour in Europe. And... And then this is all in your face because you're like, oh, I can't because I'm doing a class. And, and you literally look at like, well, should I go to this class instead of like facilitating a class? But that's not really like when we're looking at that, that's not really we're, we're not taking a step back outside of the forest. Like you can't see the trees for the forest anymore. 
you do have to take a step back at that point and go like, oh, okay, hang on. If I'm creating my life, what would I choose? And it's like, well, I'd probably choose to facilitate. Like if I was asking to create consciousness, you could choose both and they might be similar in expansiveness. Um, and then it just becomes choice. But it really is like, what are you asking to create and what are you contributing to consciousness by facilitating classes, by creating whatever business you're creating, right? So it's looking at those choices as well and then not going into the judgment and making ourselves wrong because we're aware of an energy that may or may not be yours. Exactly, exactly. Um, I'm realizing just so much how much I'm connected to um, like the world and to entities and how much, you know, my thoughts aren't mine. And, and but yeah. what, I, what I'm really realizing is how much I'm connected to the other people who do access. Yes. And, and how much I, we all sort of ride a similar wave through ups and downs. And I'm like, you know, is that actually something I want or would I like to have my own reality? Yeah. And see, that's a really awesome question. Like it's, if we weren't following all the ups and downs and functioning from that rather than going like, Hey, what is this? Who does this belong to? What am I aware of? And what can I choose different and change right now that would allow me to outcreate this? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I find the same. And even like, you know, um, I'm not at um, Maestro right now. And, but yet, the things that are coming up is like, oh yeah, cool. I'm so aware of that. That's coming up for me. Right. And it's like, it, we can either choose to function from there or we can choose to look at it, change it and outcreate it and choose beyond it. Totally. Totally. Um, for me, you know, not going to my show this year was such a big choice and I was yeah. self wrong for it. And Oh my gosh, I am so glad, you know, for the choice that I made to not go because um, for those of you who don't know, my husband, Anthony Mattis, is also a certified facilitator of access. And he's also been doing maestro since the, since the very, very beginning, as you have too, Carlina. And, um, yeah. and I, you know, he has, he, him and, him and Dane and few people were having lunch yesterday and, and Anthony said, <laughs> Anthony said, God damn, is it a good thing that Julia is not here this week? He's like, he's like, we really did need to destroy and create our relation, create our relationship and just have space from each other. And, and Dane's like, Oh my God. He's like, I am so glad that Julia is not here. He's like, cause he <laughs> Dane texted me and he's like, Oh, you're not coming to my show. Like what the hell? And I'm like, yeah, dude, like I'm just not coming this year. And, and, uh, and, and Dane's like, it's a good thing she didn't come because Anthony, would t <laughs> he's a completely different person. And, and it's like, yeah. we just needed space. And that was it. And that was all that it was. And like, I had to go into like, oh no, this is terrible. And it's like, no, it's not. I, now, number one, I have total space, not choosing classes. I did not have that at week yeah. ago. And number yeah. two, I, um, paid off $4,500 on my credit card that has been sitting at a high balance for a while. So that was awesome. Nice. Yeah. And then <laughs> Anthony is calling me. He's a completely different person. Every single thing cool. I dreamed of him perceiving and seeing and knowing 
and even beyond it that I didn't even think of. Like, I mean, he's like calling me every day, like, Oh my God, this and this and this. And, and, and he's so strong and so powerful. And, and, and sometimes you just need space to create that. So yeah, totally. Especially in a relationship. Yeah. Like it does being a part and, and going through change, especially when, um, you know, you and I both have relationships where we're, we're two facilitators in a relationship and we're both um, active with consciousness, like access consciousness tools. And it's like creating that space and actually being a part and changing contributes so much to oh. the other person in the relationship. Yes, it does. Huge, huge, huge. Yeah. I, had, I had gone to the SOP in... Um, Denver last weekend and I got so much out of it and I just I it was I was at that place like for me you know for those of you who don't know I became a stepmom to three kids my husband's wife died seven <laughs> years ago <laughs> and um I I was uh, like instant potatoes I was like an instant mom <laughs> instant mom I like it <laughs> <laughs> and and I mean I'm I you know I you know I did this in my 20s and and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, I need space sometimes. And, and so this was such a cool choice for us to each go to separate classes. And like, we don't even, I was saying to him yesterday, we don't even really perceive each other energetically. Like, like we perceive each other, but there's no, like the relationship has been pretty much completely destroyed and uncreated. And we've yeah. totally destroyed and uncreated our relationship in the past, but it's usually been through a trauma and a drama that we've had to facilitate. Yeah. <laughs> and this time there was no trauma and drama. We just totally let go of each other, um, which was just such a gift. And, and we're both so excited to come back and see each other again, but only because. Yeah. Of yeah. I love that. I love that you chose to basically let go of each other. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's fantastic. That is a cool choice. It is. It is cool. And it's been a long time coming. We haven't had ease with this really so far. And, and now that it's happening, it's like we could be together. We could not be together. But when you have that, you're like, I can't, like you're running towards the person. Like you're so amazing. Like come over here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's totally. not like the necessity when it's a necessity. You're like, fuck off, get away from me, you know? Why didn't you do this? Why aren't you doing this? What's wrong with you? Why are you judging me, you know? And rather, Yeah, you and, know. and it is funny because that's more the doing relationship from this reality. And I see that too. Like sometimes I go into that and I'm like, oh my God, like this is not fun for me. Like why am I choosing, well, why am I choosing this? But like, what am I choosing and who am I being in this? And then just looking at, like, where are we? Like, where's the space of the relationship that we have? You know, that right. kind of thing. And it's so different, so much more spacious. And it just creates, like, amazing conversations and the choice to choose with no wrongness, which right. is so, so cool. Right. Yeah. You know, like, I'm lucky enough to have um, Torsten who doesn't actually make me wrong. Like, even if I'm being stupid or I'm being silly or... Um, I just made a choice that though doesn't create or is like one of the dumbest choices ever. He's just, he'll just laugh at me or he'll just be safe and let me go through it. And until I see that maybe this wasn't the wisest choice, which <laughs> is such a gift, you know, and it's cool too, to be that in exchange. Like 
um, when I get to be that for him, it's so awesome just to let him go through that choice and sit in that space and deal with it. And if he comes up to me and asks questions, then definitely I'm there. But, you know, I don't, I don't go and try and change him, which right. is so, so cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, how does it get better than that? Um, so, yeah, can you talk a little bit more about, like, like intimacy in a relationship and, like, what that journey has been for you? Yeah, it's um, – well, I mean, my relationship was very different. So for <laughs> you guys who don't know – um, I ended up moving in with Torsten as a roommate and we lived together for like a year and a half. And then all of a sudden, both of us were like, Oh, Hey, maybe we want to do relationships. <laughs> like it was really cute and totally backwards. Um, <laughs> we lived together. We bought furniture together. We shared a car together. And it was after all that with that, we started sleeping together. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But, yeah, it's really quite comical. And because we're both just kind of clueless in a way, like either one of us saw it um, until we did. And un until both of us chose different things in our lives. Right. And, um, and it's actually been really amazing. So there has been through living together, you know, there's that thing that Gary says where he talks about his wives and he's like, I just couldn't live with them anymore. I still love them, but I couldn't live with them. And that's where our relationship was different because we already lived together and that was easy. And right. so we already had this um, relationship of space and allowance. And um, we didn't have, like we'd have conversations, but I was traveling a lot and there wasn't always a lot of intimate moments in that sense. Mm -hmm. um, but um, he, like then when we started, um, sleeping together and actually taking it into a relationship there the intimacy was kind of already there very easily in the sense of um, being able to ask anything being able to talk about anything and then there's also times where you know I've been like wondering like what wanting to ask something and then being like, oh, I don't know how he's going to react, and da, 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 and basically going into how we would do it in this reality, mm -hmm. and then finally getting up the courage to ask and lowering my barriers and just asking and having a conversation. And man, those conversations, fuck, do they create a lot? Oh, sorry, I swear. Um, oh, this is a swearing. This is a swearing. Okay, um, good. It's actually encouraged on this radio show. So okay, awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like those those conversations when we have them, like when stuff comes up in our world, and and maybe we haven't talked about it yet and haven't discussed it, and then we totally. And I mean, I should speak for myself because I don't totally know how it works in his world, but I fully have to lower my barriers, be willing to be totally vulnerable in a space that is so uncomfortable, even with him, because it's like I have a very comfortable space of intimacy with him. But for those instances, when there's stuff up in my world, like actually choosing to be vulnerable to a state of uncomfortable and then asking him a question. Right. And what those moments create and the conversation that creates and the the awareness that creates, it, 
which actually in turn creates more intimacy. Mm -hmm. Wow. But yeah, those are amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, that is such a thing in relationships when like there is something that you would like to change and like how to approach that and how to ask a question. And most of us don't know how to do that. So we just shove it down, shove it down, shove it down. And, and, you know, just become resentful. And then the relationship blows up in a big divorce or debacle or cheating or whatever it is, you yep. know, flashing their tires. But it's like, if you can just have, you know, lower your barriers and, and be present with the person. And it doesn't always have to be like a confrontation, like, Hey, I'm being vulnerable. Can you change this? Can you do this? It can be more of like, you know, a quirky question or like a manipulation. Um, there's so many ways of doing it, but like actively realizing that something is not working and that it has to be changed. Most people just ignore that in a relationship. Yeah. 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 Just totally. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, one of the amazing things that I find is like when, when we're willing to talk about those things where, you know, something has to change. Um, I really don't put it on him. Like even if he's annoying me or he did something which um, creates a reaction in me, I always look like what, what, what's going on for me. So I look at what I need to change. Wow. Which, yep. you know, that like, and that's usually where the, uh, the question's coming from. It's like, you know, okay, so this is up in my world and I kind of need to know where you're at so that I can see what's going on for me. And then we had this awesome discussion. And one of the things that I noticed, um, like, okay, I'm going to get really intimate in this radio conversation. <laughs> and I hope person's cool with this, but we had a conversation not, not long ago um, in bed. And About anal sex? No, not anal sex. <laughs> um, no, this is more, it's still, no, it's not quite that far. <laughs> um, but it was, you know, he is so much space and he really doesn't have a point of view, which is one of his, like one of his many gifts and greatnesses that I am so, so grateful for. And it's such a gift to me all the time. And, but what that translated to for me as well, is that there, there's no point of view about sex and desire and stuff like that, which sometimes for me, I'm like, okay, but I need you to desire me. Like I actually need you to reach for my body and touch my body. Whereas he doesn't have a point of view about any need in his world for those things. Mm. And, and so we started on a conversation and, you know, I realized too that, it's from past conversations that had been created where that was a need in my world because that's how people basically showed me they cared or they liked me is by wanting me by desiring my body that right right and and so we just had a discussion and then you know um at the end he's like well what can I be or do different and I was like you know what it might just be as simple as kissing me as we pass in the kitchen or touching my body or, you know, reaching for me in bed. And, and then he just becomes that. And I'm just like, wow, like that, <laughs> you know, that is such a gift in the sense of he will actually play with what's required in my world 
he's yeah he's actually willing contribute to, to me yeah that's yeah that's and i'm not a commodity on planet earth I, right <laughs> and, and, and not from that space of like, okay, well, I need you to do this and I need you to change and it has to be so because this is what works for me. But just in the space of like, okay, well, I'm looking to change this. And then he's like, cool, how can I support that? Wow. And it's like, wow. That is so and, cool. And then, yeah, it's um, so, so cool. I don't want to cut you off here, but I have to cut you off here because I have another <laughs> telecall and people need to get on the line. Um, but. Um, Thank you so much for coming on. This was such a great conversation. Yeah, we should do more of this. We should do more of this. <laughs> I would love and to yeah, do more of this. Me too. Thank you so much for the conversation. And um, we kind of got off topic a couple of times uh, on choice and added a couple other ones in, but I'm so grateful for all of it. Thank you, Julia. Yeah, me too. Oh, thanks for being on here. And thank you guys for listening um, to our faithful listeners. Um, and I, what am I, what am I wanting to say? Oh yes. If you guys would like to find Carlina, you can find her at carlina.ca, K-A-R-L-I-N-A.ca. Um, and, uh, she's available for private sessions and energy pool classes and lots of other things. So, um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Carlina. And we will talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. Thanks, Julia. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.